Comic Scene, the podcast, San Diego Special. Welcome to Comic Scene, the podcast. We're live from San Diego Comic Con, and I'm currently talking to Erin Keepers, who's a graduate of our MLIP program in comic studies and is currently based in Florida. Erin, do you want to tell our listeners what you're currently up to and uh, what you've done since you left Dundee? Sure thing. So we're here at the convention uh, talking about the program, talking about the future opportunities that the program creates for artists, writers, academics... Uh, and everything in between in the field of comics. Um, I'm actually, uh, I've got a couple of my own comics on the table now. Uh, One of the comics that I started in the program, actually, with another student, Letty Wilson, um, called Cosmic, is now on its fifth issue. Um, And I've also got another comic on the table called Nasty Girls. Um, Both are just really great Excuses for me to talk about the things that I love, um, just create uh, my passion, basically, and that's what the program has encouraged. So the collaborators that, that you're working with, are they all uh, people that you've, you've met before, or do you work remotely with your creators? How, do, how does that connection work? Uh, so at the moment, most of the people that I create with actually were either my classmates in the program or other, or other past graduates. Um, I work with Katrina Laird, who works with um, the stu- one of these studios based out of Dundee. Um, I work with Helen Robinson, another graduate. Um, and It's mostly a lot of connections that people have either brought to me or that friends of friends. Uh, it's, comics is just so great as a collaborative medium. And uh, I don't want to say a friendship medium, but it kind of is. So what are you working on at the moment? Um, so I'm working on a new comic called Weaver with Nori Miller. Um, it's a, a sci-fi space kind of thriller, a little bit B-movie, a little bit uh, camp, and a lot of fun. And have you got other shows coming up? Um, I'm planning to go to a few next year. Um, no specific dates set yet, um, but I'm hoping to be hitting probably about six over the course of the year. Uh, I will be attending Thought Bubble um, over in the UK, but that one's just for fun. We're live from San Diego Comic Con and I've been joined by Professor Chris Murray from the University of Dundee. So Chris, can you tell our listeners uh, why you're at San Diego this year? Ah, well, we're here to promote the courses, uh, particularly the Masters in Comics and Graphic Novels. We've been coming here five years uh, in a row. Uh, We often bring uh, a couple of our students out here and are joined by former graduates. So we have a table. Uh, We're talking about the courses, promoting the work of the students. Uh, You and I are, of course, also here as part of the academic conference. Uh, There's a long-running academic conference that's been running as part of San Diego Comic Con, and uh, we're often been lucky enough to be part of that. So we're we're giving papers uh, in a couple of hours, uh, actually, uh, and... uh, yeah, so we've been here doing that and uh, speaking to people about Dundee and comics uh, courses. Uh, our students have been doing fantastic work on the table. Uh, we've been joined by Anna Morozova, one of our recent graduates, uh, who has been uh, 
She's been on a 2000 AD panel uh, and doing a signing. She was recently in uh, an issue of 2000 AD doing a feature shock. Uh, so that's been amazing to see her kind of uh, on the panels and uh, talking to people in San Diego about 2000 AD. Uh, and uh, also we've uh, been joined by Erin Keepers, who's a graduate uh, of the course from a few years back. And she, she's here been talking about her comic uh, Cosmic, uh, which she did with another graduate, Letty Wilson, uh, and also a comic that she's working on at the moment uh, called Nasty Girls. So she's been promoting that and uh, helping us uh, talk to people about the courses. So uh, having been doing the rounds of the show, uh, what's been the kind of highlight for you so far, would you say? Uh, so many things to see. It's amazing. Uh, if you haven't been to San Diego Comic Con and, and you've only seen the pictures and the photos and the, uh, and so on, you don't really, I think, get a sense of just how, how overwhelming it is, how much is going on. Everywhere you look, uh, there's something to see. Uh, we've met up with, uh, with old friends uh, of... Uh, uh, people like uh, David Lloyd and uh, the 2000 AD gang, uh, of course. Uh, so we've been uh, seeing uh, seeing those people and, uh, and chatting to them. Uh, also seeing so much new and amazing work uh, that's coming out uh, from all over the world, actually. That there's representation here uh, from Europe Comics, and uh, which is a company which promotes European comics. Uh, there's a, a contingent uh, of guys doing Russian comics. Uh, just it's really a kind of gathering, an international gathering uh, and celebration of comics. So we enjoy seeing that enormous uh, diversity. Uh, we've also been catching up with, with people that we see uh, every year. Uh, my particular uh, old friend going back a few years is, is Coop, who runs Coop Comics, uh, and he's uh, always uh, got some really interesting international and foreign comics in. Some of them uh, he gets in especially for me. Uh, he brings uh, some British comics, which he's found, uh, which is always really funny because these are amazing rarities uh, over here. Uh, but, you know, for, for us it's things like Lion and Eagle and TV Tornado and two. 2080 old issues of 2080. Uh, so it's really fun to find those here in that context. And of course, there's a bit of a perversity that uh, I come over here all the way to San Diego and go back with my suitcase stuffed full of old British comics. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about the academic conference for our listeners who are probably not fully aware of, of what that is and how it fits into the Comic Con as a whole. And also, maybe you could tell us what you're talking about later on today. Yeah, it's one of the great things about coming to San Diego Comic Con is they have this uh, academic uh, programme which is run by uh, Randy Duncan, Pete Coogan uh, and uh, Kathleen McGlancy uh, who are all kind of really well-known uh, comic scholars uh, here in the US. They've been running this for a, a good many years now and uh, it's really an opportunity for comic scholars uh, from all over the world to, to gather and present their, their recent research. Uh, so that's, that's always really kind of... Uh, wonderful and inspiring to kind of see them in this context and be able to touch base uh, with these uh, the, these peers and colleagues in, in comic studies. Well, I'm talking uh, about the relationship between uh, comics and video games uh, and also the emerging fields of comics narratology and also ludology, the study of games. So we're trying to uh, I'm really trying to bring those together and we've got a couple of practical examples. We've created some game comics recently. One, Glyconic Psychogeography, uh, which I did with Zoo Dominayek, uh, which is about the time I met Alan Moore uh, and slightly stalked him when he did a pole dance. It's, that's not as bad as it sounds. But uh, we turned that into a kind of game comic based on snakes and ladders kind of structure. Uh, and also more recently I've been working uh, on a game comic, uh, which is a kind of 
digital interactive uh, game comic uh, with uh, Anna Morozova, one of our recent graduates, and uh, she's done a, a fantastic work. And that's still at a prototype level. We're developing it, but it's at a really interesting stage where we're kind of figuring out all the possibilities and potentials of this new hybrid medium of the game comic. So I've been joined by Anna Morozova. Uh, Anna, could you tell us about your Comic-Con experience so far and what your highlights have been so far? Well, you know, the Comic-Con has been absolutely amazing. Uh, I think it's like much more overwhelming than I imagined it to be. Like, um, it's absolutely vast representation of everything and it's, it is quite difficult to focus actually, but um, so it's an interesting mix of you know like fun and uh, professional stuff going on. Um, yeah, absolutely fascinating. And the highlights, of course, are um, probably say you know like my appearance on 2018 stand and doing the signing for them, uh, meeting the judges. There's some amazing cosplay of uh, judges, 2018 judges represented here. Um, and also, um, I really enjoyed our discussion on a panel which took place yesterday. Uh, we were talking about reimagining 2000 AD and like um, different future trends that might appear for the uh, publisher. Um, it was very interesting, yeah. So. And uh, have you met any creators uh, when you've been doing the rounds on the on the floor? I've met my absolutely the most favorite artist here um, because I like I've admired their work for years and to me they're like absolute celebrities you know and just like uh, getting a chance to stop by and talk to them exchange sketchbooks um, this is absolutely fantastic and I'm talking about like particularly talking about um, uh, Terry Moore um, they're absolutely sound. Uh, John Timms, who's a um, very famous uh, artist, he does a lot of work for DC. He's very well known for his Harley Quinn um, work. Um, and currently he's working on the Young Justice League. So it's worth checking him out. He's absolutely fantastic. And of course it's Victor Calvacho, who's like Bulgarian artist. And he's uh, one of my main inspirations as well yes so I, I had a chance to talk to all of them and this is like I couldn't I couldn't have it better so tell me about some of these sketches that you've been doing if you want to tell our listeners what you've been drawing at the table and what people have been asking for oh there's um, vast variety as well people would stop by and they would just ask for sketches and it's quite interesting because some people would ask for uh, just original characters they don't really mind, they don't have any ideas for uh, characters, some other people like uh, who represent certain fan bases, they're very particular about their um, um, requests <laughs> so <laughs> some people just go like oh you're an artist, you, you can um, do whatever you feel uh, some people go like, I want this character, and they give you like a very specific description, so uh, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as we're sitting here, we have a sketch of uh, the Flash that you're doing here. Um, what, who else have you drawn character-wise that people might recognize? Well, first thing, uh, that would be the Lulu Romanov uh, from Nikolai Dante's um, storyline, published by 2008, of course. Um, I also drew um, Catwoman. I also drew Vampirella. Uh, I will be drawing some characters from um, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, some Marvel characters, uh, Black Cat in particular. 
Um, and 2080 characters as well, yes. They've been requests from American audience to um, grab a sketch of the British character they're yeah. not very familiar with. Yeah. So um, it's up to me to decide which one I want to draw. Okay, so it sounds like you're going to be kept quite busy uh, for the, 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 the remainder of the day, it sounds. Um, so uh, before, uh, before I let you get on with the sketching, uh, is there anything uh, or anybody you still want to see while you're at the show? David Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've not met him yet. Um, I'm, and that's absolutely exciting and thrilling, and I would absolutely love to meet him in person. Um, apart from that, you know, it's very hard to schedule because, like, it's um, yeah, it's hard to predict because, like, I think I think the best thing that happened at San Diego Comic Con is just like something that happens absolutely randomly. Because I was trying to, you know, like, uh, pick the names out of the list and. Uh, when you approach the table, the person might not be there. Yeah. So, like, um, I just decided to go with the flow and see, like, uh, who I might notice and spot. And to be fair, like, so far, those meetings were absolutely the best. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is it's best to have no plan. It's always best to have no plan and improvise. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can do some preparation work, but you will always figure out something at the spot. It's very hard to predict, especially here, because everybody's like wandering around, everybody's got like their own plans and stuff, so yeah. And also it was absolutely great to see Dean Eagle, who we met um, at the very beginning of the convention. It was an absolutely unscheduled, random meeting. I just spotted his art and I immediately recognized it because he's an online, like he's a legend essentially in the art world and his work influenced so many artists and he's such a sound nice guy like it was so nice to speak to him and actually let him a pencil <laughs> let, he, let him a uh, flesh color pencil because they, they they didn't have one one day so i was just like um sure it was like such a fun girl moment yeah and his team is absolutely awesome as well so okay thanks very much anna thank you Okay, I've been joined by Tim Pilcher. Tim, can you tell us why you're in San Diego and what you've been up to? Oh, uh, I'm here for lots of reasons. Um, as the co-owner and co-publisher of uh, Soaring Penguin Press, we've got our books for sale over on the, the fanfare stand. So we've been doing that and um, talking to a few people about some quite exciting projects that we've got in development. I've been working with uh, Mike Lake, who uh, was co-founder of Forbidden Planet and uh, Titan. And uh, yes, so we've been just doing some deals and uh, talking to people and catching up. And of course, it's always quite nice on the social side as well, just kind of seeing friends and, you know, doing, doing some business. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, book? Uh, I actually purchased a copy of it the other day. It was uh, a memoir of my times of working in uh, the Vertigo UK office uh, back in the day when it all started up. So it's a kind of a salacious memoir of the, the crazy hedonistic days of... Uh, and it was actually came about because um, you see a lot of these kind of memoirs about the rock and roll lifestyle. And I wanted to kind of say that actually comics can be equally as rock and roll. So I wanted to do a kind of memoir that kind of show, showed up that sort of side. And it's an actually now that, you know, Vertigo is now shut, shut down after kind of 25 years, it seems kind of even more relevant now as well as a, as a kind of insight to the, the history of Vertigo. And within that, also, there's a lot of talking about how we used to create comics. So the actual process of the editing process and how we did things. And it's quite funny, when you look at it, it's quite archaic. 
because I mean it was the day before the internet yeah. so we were having to use faxes and phones and and you know we, we had computers but they were no way interconnected <laughs> so we were constantly sending FedEx boxes back and forth across uh, the country and across to the states and you know for the letters and stuff like that so it seems very kind of old school now but it was yeah, it's important I think to that people know how that that used to work that yeah, working process definitely we tell our students that comics is a very rock and roll uh, industry but I don't think they believe us to be honest so, and I believe there's an audio book version of, of the book coming out as well yeah that's uh, due at the uh, towards the end of the year um, it's been done by B7 Media who do all uh, the Dan Dare sort of um, novels and stuff uh, and audio plays yeah. but they've started moving into doing audio books and so they actually approached me and said would you like to do that and um, and that, that was quite interesting. That was kind of like uh, two days of non-stop standing in a booth talking about yourself. So it was kind of like, which was quite, uh, quite bizarre. And, I, and, I, and if anyone wants to hear it, it's me doing my very best uh, sort of Alan Partridge. <laughs> I was starting to realise I was becoming a bit of a self-parody on it. But, it's, but it, was, it was fun to do. And so, yeah, that's, we're going to be launching that, I think, at the Lakes Festival okay. uh, later in the year. So that's in uh, October, I believe. Okay. And is there anything else you're working on that you could talk about, uh, tell our listeners what's coming up? Well, we're uh, at Soaring Penguin Press uh, at Thought Bubble. We're going to be launching uh, The Bad Bad Place, uh, which has been, we've been serialising it in our anthology, Meanwhile. Uh, and it's by David Hine and Mark Stafford, who did Lip Hook. And it's almost like a companion piece to, to Lip Hook. Uh, they were creating it at exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it's that, what well, they called Lip Hook a, a tale of rural unease. This is a, a tale of suburban unease. Uh, and again, it's, it's about a kind of a new town that is set up, but things go horribly wrong. And, and sort of, it's a, yeah, so it's a wonderful little spooky, uh, disturbing um, sort of horror story. Okay, great. And is there anything that they show that you're still uh, yet to see, or anything uh, you're looking forward to, or anything you've seen so far that you would recommend? Oh, God, so much. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people doing some really interesting stuff. Uh, I popped by the Humanoid stand, who I used to work with, and they're doing some really interesting stuff at the moment with a whole new su- superhero line with them, which is uh, kind of unusual. Yeah. And, um, God, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, it, almost too much. I'm still kind of like... Uh, assimilating all the, all the kind of information because it is a real when you're here it's a yeah. big sensory overload yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah I've seen a lot of really interesting stuff I saw a wonderful um, series of books who I'd not come across before which is Tony I'm going to get his name wrong now uh, but he's a sort of three time Eisner nominee and this is the interesting thing about the industry now yeah. is it's so diverse and you know I go back sort of like you know 10, 15, 20 years ago there, there was it was predominantly superheroes but now there is everything mm-hmm. and you can find whatever genre you're interested in you will find a graphic novel to suit your needs yeah. you know and, and that's the exciting thing so yeah I mean, I mean I've got a big stack of stuff that uh, I've been picked up there's an interesting uh, series called Space Bastards which uh which was drawn by Derek Robinson and written by Eric Peterson um but that, that that's really lovely stuff yeah. um so yeah I mean just it's incredible I keep, I've come across so many artists and creators I haven't heard of before mm-hmm. uh, who are all just suddenly really coming up yeah. and so yeah it's, it's an exciting time for comics I feel you know absolutely okay thanks very much for joining us join us next time on Comic Scene the podcast